It's the Maori and Fit Show. It's the Maori and Fit Show. It's the Maori and Fit Show. Hello and welcome back to the Morty and Fit Show. And this time we're talking bollocks, basically. Don't know why I said this time because that's all we ever fucking do. So when you've done the intros for this before and you've gone, and today I'm joined with Morty. Like, who else they think it's going to be? Fucking well, Pamela Anderson. Who else is it going to be? They never know. Might be a, you might be off ill. I might have to be doing this myself. I might have to be doing both voices. <laughs> Go on then, do your best Morty impression. Hang on, I've got to talk. Northern. Grass. Grass. Castle. Ha- oh, I can't do I don't. I've been. I've been told that I sound really posh. That I don't sound northern. You sound. You sound a bit like Vicky Pollard. Didn't it? Didn't it? Didn't it? Didn't it? Didn't. I've been told I sound really posh on here, and that I don't sound northern at all. I don't really. I sound really posh on here. Yours. My name is Morty. Um, yeah. Hey guys, and welcome to the Harry Housewife YouTube channel, and I'm going to be doing some shit with cars. Hey. <laughs> Uh, yeah, that's pretty much me. Pretty fun, that one, I. Do you know what? I might use that in one of my videos. <laughs> might use that. <laughs> and all I've got to do is put like a dead cat on my face. <laughs> dead cat? <laughs> I thought you already had one. No, it's a bald badger you got on your face, isn't it? <laughs> oh, you can't talk about looks. I've told you before. Yeah. You look like a raccoon snatch. You look like a deflated puffer fish. Oh, I'm sorry. I've never used the word snatch in that context, and I feel really dirty for doing it. <laughs> I'm really ashamed. Hang on, hang on. What other, what other context can you use the word snatch with? If you snatch something. Oh, fair Steal enough. something. I like the word snatch. Or the movie? I like the word snatch, though. Of course you do. You like moist and gusset and... Oh, mate, gusset now. That's a word, isn't it? Probably. I like gusset. Of course you do. You probably like phlegm as well, don't you? Cockpit. That gay club over in Norwich. <laughs> no, I'm not a fan of phlegm. Get stuck in your throat. But um, Anywho. Yeah, so there's, there's a couple of things I want to address, to be honest, Fitch. One is your your work history because in the last <laughs> few episodes we've discussed a little bit of it so we know oh. that you currently you call yourself a house husband even though you do some work you've not yeah. said that during college the three years that you were there you said you didn't really work so in between those times you've been a manager of a bookies you worked for an ice cream shop you what was the other one you said i couldn't tell you mate i've done so many jobs i can't remember what i told you i've done i so Give us a rundown. Give us a rundown of your right. So I'll, I'll start from the beginning. I'll try not to miss anything out. So my first ever job was in an ice cream shop my sister owned. Yep. Um, it was more of a well, it was an, it was a kiosk. So she sold ice cream, slush puppies, drinks, bacon rolls, all that malarkey. Um, then I left there when I turned eighteen. I think it was. Went to a bookies, and they were the two solid jobs I'd had. Um, I was in the bookies for two or three years. Then from there, it's been like a downward spiral. Um, I left the bookies. I ended up working as a forklift driver in a steel merchant doing steel. Right. Um, I lasted three weeks. Horrible fucking job. I had to work nights. Um, so I went from the steel one. 
I then went to by choice estate agents. Oh yeah. All right. Uh, as uh, an estate agent. As an estate agent. As a estate agent. For Jesus months. Christ! I'd love to have seen that. I'll send you some photos. I got some of me in a nice suit. <laughs> uh, I was what mate. I was the worst estate agent. You know, funny things, right? At the time, I had a little Fiesta, and it had big four. Have you ever? Did you ever see my first car? Probably. Let me paint you a picture. Old school Ford Fiesta in blue. Wheels bigger than the car. They were like giant. They were like proper big, massive rims. Um, the car had Ford stickers that I'd stuck on it that took up half the car either side. He's a classy bird. The exhaust stuck out the back of the car by about three foot. If you walked too close to the back of the car and it was hot, you'd burn your leg. Um, and it made more noise than an earthquake. <laughs> and was it I just, fantastic? Oh, mate, you wait till you see the photo. It was very fantastic. Um, it was my pride and joy. Um, I mean, it made the music, mate. It sounded like you were at bloody Reading Festival. That's how loud it was. Because um, I, used... I know you're a big fan of Fords, but you have got that look of you, like you drive a Subaru. Do you know what I mean? Oh, do you you do look like that. Yeah, I would love one. <laughs> but, uh... I mean, I meant it as an insult, but go on. I've never yeah. met someone. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry to any listeners that do drive Subarus, but I've never met someone that drives Subaru and isn't a complete twat. Oh, they all are twats, and but I'm a twat. Let's be fair. I mean, you've seen my. You've, yeah. I don't know if you've ever seen my car history. Um, but yeah, that's another one to go into. <laughs> Christ, let's, let's just focus on jobs for now. So, so yeah, I, a, used, I can imagine you as a state agent. I used to you, a, you've not got a good bullshit face, have you? You're not good at bullshitting. Oh, I am. When I am. You ask my wife. Are you? I yeah, I can be. When I say I, I like just, you, mate, you believe. I just me. imagine you walking into a place and being like, yeah, a bit shit, this, isn't it? To be fair. <laughs> I've got a bullshit face, but I didn't very well get here. It's like this house is a bit shit. You don't want this one. There's one around street that would better. Um, but yeah, I used to rock up to I used to rock up to these houses to sell them in like a suit and just getting out this bazed up car. <laughs> You're chaffed. Oh mate, how you doing? Yeah. Oh mate, that was yeah. So what did I do after the estate agent? So I went, oh, after the estate agent, I went to a milkman. And oh, this, that was the other one, milkman. Yeah, of course. This is where it, this is where it really went downhill. So I was a milkman for about two months, and I met the wife. Um, that's where it went downhill was it yeah kind of not gonna lie oh hang on in between being yeah in between the being bookies and a state agent i used to work for a company called wicked wheels um out in essex they used to do wheel refurbishment and i worked there for you've worked there for a while driving spraying stuff like that um and then the the manager of that place i mean complete top spot one minute he wanted you the next minute he was a bit skint said sack everybody and yeah not right knobhead um what did i go for didn't name the business then mate it's wanker i don't give shit his name's name's steve if you want to know his name (laughs) um steve and (laughs) what i do i thought it was like where do i work with the milkman yeah so after milkman met moises and we moved in together she had a lot of money then so i was like hey you don't need to work (laughs) she Um, had a lot of money then yeah she spunked it mate she bought a french bulldog that cost her a thousand pound in the space of about four months, she spent about seven grand on that dog. Um, Why? What? Because she's a twat. She will tell you all about <laughs> it. Like, mate, we went out, right, into a pet shop out in Essex, I ain't going to say where. I mean, yeah. it's a boutique pet shop. And they had this bed, a jewels bed, that was 340 quid. She said, put him on it because it'll be funny. He was only a tiny little puppy. I did what I was told, any good man would. Um, I put the puppy on the bed, right? And what did he do? Piss all over it. Who stood next to us? The owner of the bloody pet shop. Mm. They said, you're buying that. So we bought that. And he had things, mate. He had things like coats. What did my bed cost? 
jackets. He had a bloody plate or a bowl or whatever you want to call it that cost us 30 fucking quid. 30 quid? Oh. And she, we were like, oh, yeah, mate, I'll tell you what, she treated him like a child. She spent seven grand, I think it was five or six months on him. Wasn't happy. Um, but it was her money. I tried telling her, she just argued about it. So she's a twat when it comes to him. So As does, you can tell, does, you can. So does your, does, do your children have 30 pound plates? Oh, they've got mate, golf bowls that you got. <laughs> oh, no. Trust me, my wife spends more on them than I'd like. I mean, I know kids need stuff, but. Yeah, I mean, I spoil them sometimes, but she's on a whole nother level, mate. Honestly, I can, do you know what? Once I, I can remember, I know we're going a bit off here. I can remember once. Um, really? Not like us to go off topic, is it? <laughs> literally, literally, the name of the show is talking bollocks because we knew that we wouldn't be able to stick to one subject. She went out once and she was only going out to get some. I think she was only going out to get some formula. This is when he was quite young. Might be formula, might be baby food or something. She's going out to get it for him. I give her my card. I looked at oh, my card. You absolute twat. At lunchtime, right? Lunchtime. It was fucking empty, pretty much. She'd gone out and bought fucking food, bowls, spoons, coats, you name it. She bought a fucking lot. Um, yeah, it's a nightmare when it comes to spending on our kids. Um, right, so so you milked off your wife for a bit. Yeah, I milked off my wife a bit. Basically, yeah, I milked off, mate, I milk off my wife even now. Um, anyway. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh, you'll be glad you couldn't see what he just did then. <laughs> that's, that's nearly as bad as the image of him sat in his pants covered in pizza <laughs> sauce, that is. <laughs> Milking me wife. Um, shit, what did I go right? So where was a milkman? So where did I go from milkman? <laughs> yeah, milkman. Yeah. Oh, so my, so my first job with us. We moved, we moved into our second house and uh, I applied to work at Pets at Home. And oh, I didn't really want the job, but we, I needed the money. And you know me, when you go to the place like that, they make you do one of these. It's not just an interview. You've got to do one of them team building interviews. They had you in groups of four. Oh, no, did you I? Had to, you had to design a fish tank and present it and all that fucking bollocks. And I'm like, yeah, love it. I'm that such would, a friendly That would person. have been really confusing for customers, though, because you do just look like a massive fuck-off gerbil. Jesus Christ. Oh, mate, no, that, 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 was before, animals, that was before I had the beard trying to hide a double chin. That was when I was still freshly faced. Ah, uh, still, still do you just look like Mr. Tumble after the police have uh, confiscated his tumble tap. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, but yeah, boy, I worked at Pets Home for a while. I think I worked there for about a year. All right. Um, then I went to a kennels. I worked in a you dog kennels. In the kennels. Yeah, I worked in a kennel. Yeah. I was <laughs> at Pets just... at Home for a year, and then I went to a kennels. No one wanted to buy me. <laughs> oh, that tickled me. Um, yeah, so I went it's to a kennels. Tickled your tummy, yeah. did it? Yeah, it did. Tickle me a little bit. Oh, actually, no. In before, I worked at Pets at Home. Hell, See, this is, where, this, is, this is how many jobs I've done. It's like all in twisted off my head. So I worked at Pets at Home. And the reason I left Pets at Home is because I trained. And this you're going to laugh at this one. I was a dog groomer for six months as well at Pets at Home. So I went from the Pets at Home shop into dog grooming. And I trained, beard. I trained to be a dog groomer. Um, fully fully qualified, qualified level one dog groomer. Basically, it means I can bath a dog and brush him <laughs> and dry him. That's what level one is. Half a dog, brush it, dry it. There you go, manage dog. Um, Bad. So yeah, I did grooming. Then I went to the kennels, and no one wanted me. No, <laughs> like, went to the kennels, um, and that was only a temporary job. Um, and the old wicked wheels chap that I told you sacked everybody off. Took mm. him back on. Well, we'd sacked everybody off again. Um, he phoned me and said, "I'm in desperate need of a van driver and a wheel sprayer. Do you want to come back? I'll give you this amount of money." I was like, "I'm in. 
because I used to like, I, you know, I love that job. Um, they used to take me. They used to take me everywhere, mate. I, in working and doing that, I used to get to try things like Ferraris, Lambos. It was amazing. Oh, you told me about this before. Yeah. Absolutely. And the best thing is, well, with that job, if I got back to the yard too late, the car I was delivering had to come home with me. Generally, you know the amount of times I used to sit in a lay-by going, five o'clock, right, let's go and see if the yard's still open. <laughs> uh, just so I could take a nice car home. Um, not my battered-up old Ford Fiesta. Um, but, yeah, so I went back to Wicked Wheels and I was worked there for, I don't know, it's about six months. Um, and I got a bit fed up with it, so I looked for another job close to home because it was a bit of a trek from where I lived. Um, where did I go after Wicked Wheels? Oh, I went to another kennels. So, yeah, I went to another kennels about 10 miles away from my house, this one. Um, no. I worked there for two days. The bloke was a fucking knob. I won't I won't say this one because the bloke the bloke had a screw loose. He used to be in the army and my fuck did you know it? He just this is this is this is one story from it, and you'll probably find it funny. At the time it was a bit distressing for me. Um in, in the morning you had to clean the inside of the kennels mm-hmm. and then clean the outside of the kennels. Well, I used to clean all the insides and then walk around and go and clean all the outsides. Any logical person would do that. No, he wanted you to clean the inside of this one, crawl through the hatch. And clean the outside of it and it was done so you did one at a time right i said to, i refused one day i said i'm not doing that he said yeah you fucking are we had a full-on argument and i said i'm not going to fit through that hatch i'm too fat for that and he's like no labradors can fit through their big dogs he the fucker made me get on my hands and knees and climb through the hatch to prove i could fit through it <laughs> never went back literally never went back never got paid for it never went back wanker did you fit through it oh yeah maybe it's a bit of a tight squeeze <laughs> ass crack hanging out everywhere <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I fit. I knew I, could, I knew I knew I could fit for it. I just wanted to do the job my way. I hate. Because, this is going to sound really arrogant because I was a manager, and because I was a manager, because I, that was my longest job managing for three years. Because I was a manager, I knew better. I, I didn't know better. I think I know better. I just hate authority. I really hate authority. Yeah. So I struggle with that. So him telling me to pull through that flap was a bit like, if he wasn't in his sixties, I'd have probably got up and punched him in the face. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, every, you weren't allowed to talk to people at work. You literally had to stand there and be quiet. Yeah. Um, what else? And where did I go after that? Oh, I think it was thrifty car rental. Yes, yeah, so I did car rental for a while. Right. Um, worked doing car rental. Um, I worked with a, do you know what, believe it or not? I think she was, was she? She was Polish or Spanish. God, she was angry, that woman. Oof. <laughs> Never met such an angry woman in all my life. Um, yeah, she just she made the job hell. She'd shout at you if you're like one minute late or if you file, put the wrong letter on a paperwork, and uh, she was a right fruitcake. So I I worked there for about six weeks, six seven, yeah, six seven weeks. Okay, now, right, and then and left, then? left. So then from there I went into home base. So I worked in home base on a shop floor for a while. Yeah, and then I went upstairs and did kitchen design and selling kitchens and designing kitchens and. Doing cat design. Yeah. <laughs> um, I love how many of these jobs you were absolutely not qualified for. Oh, yeah, they train you on. <laughs> oh, with cat design, I was because I did um, I did still image in college. Oh, media studies. Media studies. Yeah. So I knew how to use cat. So I got my I got my cat. Basically, what happens is I get trained up in a job. 
get a qualification and then leave. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, I, I, I got, done my City of Guilds in CAD design. Right. And then left. Uh, the manager there also was a knobhead. Can you see where I'm going with this? I think there's a common denominator here, mate. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't me, I promise. Um, so yeah, I went from there into national windscreens, changing windscreens in cars. How random is it to go from one year? So I started right. off in stone chips and changing windscreens in cars. Um, yeah, that, I didn't last very long at that. The bloke I worked with was an absolute... You know Jay from in between us, right? I, I feel like every single... No, that person that I worked for was clearly the dick in the situation. This, this, this one, this one was not me. So it wasn't the manager. The manager, I loved. I, I quite like this job. The bloke I worked with was worse than Jay from In Between Us, right? Every time you come in, he tell you about a fight you had in the pub last night, and he knocked the bloke out. And <sighs> mate, he was just one of them. Everything was just a lie. And how? What is? Because yeah. I, I was going to ask you this at some point anyway. What is like the biggest lie? Oh, not the biggest lie, because that would get deep. What's the most like ridiculous lie you've ever really been told? Like at school, like, I'll give you an example, right? At school, we'll get back to job history. I'll give you that's an example. Right. There's there's a lad at school that used to come in and say all sorts of bollocks all the time. You'll know exactly who I'm on about when I get talking about it. Do you remember yeah. when we were kids, when we were in like secondary school or high school? Um, I don't know when, what that was. Um, there was like a, an... Um, there was loads of things on the news about a unidentified large black cat roaming not only Britain oh, but East Anglia. Do you remember this? Yes, yeah, I can remember that. Around that period of time, this little lad came in and he gizmo came in and he was sweating like nobody's business, right? You know what? I think I remember this. And we were all like, what the hell happened to you? And he's basically long short of the story spent about it felt like a lifetime i think it was probably five minutes essentially telling us that he'd just outrun a puma yeah i think just i remember that a puma. and uh yeah. <clears throat> he, was, he was so full of shit he was he was um he would always claim that his dad was american despite the fact that we've all met his dad and you <laughs> couldn't get any more essex than his dad but not only was his dad american but his dad used to play in the nba and then he got injured so he, he coached there for a little, despite the fact his dad is like the shortest whitest man you've <laughs> ever met oh my. and they moved back to england quote unquote back to england for uh because he he'd um because he'd been injured or whatever they came back to england and i remember i was the only one that went when you say back to england you said your dad was american so what do you mean back to England? Oh, well, he was born in America, came over to England, went back to America and came back to England. Mm-hmm. He was yeah. always bullets. But what, what, what is like that? Can you think of an know. example? I'm, try- I'm trying to rack my brains. I can't remember much of kids other than my dad. I, just, I can remember one kid every summer holidays. I could just remember him always coming back. Oh, yeah, I'm going for trials of West Ham. You fucking ain't, mate. You're fucking 13 or 14. You weren't going for trials of West Ham. Um... <laughs> even even like a little bit later on, but the, like some of the stuff, kids more so, they come out with just well, absolute bollocks, don't they? Do you know what? The ones I can remember are from the teachers. Like, there was one teacher, I don't know if you know, he used to tell everybody he had trials for West Ham. I don't believe him. Oh, he, was a, he was a PE yeah. teacher, then a maths teacher, and all the girls used to fancy him. Why? Did they? Uh, just, yeah. I'm thinking oh, of the wrong one then. 
Oh, I don't give a shit. I'll say his name. Old Mr. Taylor. There was two Mr. Taylors. There was a good looking one. And they were yeah, Cockney the one. Look, the good looking. Oh, yeah, yeah. It was a good looking one. Right. He used to do PE as well, didn't he? They both did, didn't they? Oh, I don't They're both know. called Mr. Taylor. They're both oh, yeah. PE. I'm not about the one with a big white match. match on the back of his head. No, that wasn't him, was it? But yeah, he used to tell. He used to celebrate. Oh yeah, I went for trials at West Ham once. I used to play for West Ham reserves. If he did, mate, good for you. But I don't think he did. Twat. Um, <laughs> the most ridiculous lie. And do you know what? At the time, again, kids could be horrible. But can you enroll Mr. Ray? Oh yeah. Can you remember his workshop fairies? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Do you know? You'd, you'd, I you'd think leave. he believed in them. I think he actually saw fairies. <laughs> I think well, he was he was I a think, bit loose, wasn't he? I genuinely he think bit... when everybody left class, he had a few mushrooms in him. <laughs> uh, he was on something. I think he I think he legitimately thought little fairies <laughs> used to come up and clean up his shop. Yeah, but little fairies also used to finish people's work for him and stuff like that. And do you know what? I can remember people ripping him and like, oh yeah, little. He said little fairies did the work, and I was like, now I'm older and thinking, even if he did believe in those fairies, that bloke has completed your work for you, and you used to rip him for <laughs> it. To try, yeah, he, he tried to like get your grades better than what you deserve, and we were just like, but, fucking loser. I can remember because that I remember uh, right before we finished school, there was a song called "If a Mr. A." Yes. By some sort of band. Mr. A. Yeah, yeah, we used to sing that to him, didn't we? Whenever we I were don't leaving. Know what, well, I got a. I got kicked out of that class. Why? You don't want to not, tell me why? Yeah, it's not for my fault. I believe I can't remember who. I know two people are involved. Um, I'm not going to say their names. One. I think it's fake already, names. Come on, you're uh, great at this off the top of your head, aren't you? Just say the first words that come in your head. Timmy Purple. Timmy and Purple. Virgin. Cozy. <laughs> Very cozy. Like, I was literally looking around my bedroom, looking at things I could see. And, uh, there's a virgin in your corner, is there? There's a, there's a virgin box. Oh. Anyway, um, I got the blame for this. I can remember being there and them saying, Fitchy, chuck us your deodorant. So I chucked, you know, like they always do, Dinition Link's effect. I chucked over my can of Link's <laughs> to someone. Right? Link's effect Africa, I can tell you exactly what flavour. Obviously. <laughs> Obviously. Flavour? Did you say what flavour? <laughs> Yeah, I do it all the time. Just, I do it in my, just, I do it in my YouTube videos Fitch as well. sat next to all his little workshop fairies <laughs> drinking some links. Anyway, I threw it over to him and I could just hear him filling something up. They weren't filling, they weren't spraying themselves. They'd filled up this like origami ball they'd made. Um, origami and, ball? What's an origami ball? So you know like what origami is? You make things out of origami, didn't you? Like when you oh, fold shit, paper you get a swap. Yeah. Um, they'd folded this paper and made like a ball with a hole okay. in the top. Right. And they'd filled it. They'd filled it up with deodorant and set a light to it. Two people How I know of. Fill it with deodorant. Was just spraying into it, wasn't it? Right. Got sprayed the deodorant and then set light to it. Right. And this thing just went. Obviously. There was a fire on the table. It burnt a hole, pretty much a hole in the table. I can remember the carpet cinder and stuff like that. And I can remember just getting my deodorant lobbed straight back at me in the back of the fucking head. Uh, and in walked, unfortunately, Mr. Ray and. These fairies. No, when these fairies, it was one of the deputy heads at the time. I can't remember who it was. It was a woman. Um, and obviously they walked in on what had happened. And then that was it. It all kicked off. We all got told to stay where we were. We all got marched out individually into the canteen and questioned on who did it. Right. I didn't squeal. I was like, I don't know what happened. I don't know what happened. 
next thing I know, me and Cozy McPurple have been, uh, <laughs> I don't know if that was a name, have been dragged into the, I got suspended for five days and told never I wasn't allowed to take the lesson again. For oh, lending no. some of my deodorant. Our school was feral, wasn't it? it? Oh, mate, it was feral. I can remember, I can remember some of the, do you know, I, I wasn't that bad, but some of the kids who used to hang around were awful. I remember getting suspended for, um, again, this weren't my fault. Why is it never my fault? Yeah, I get in trouble. <laughs> Um, in English, you might like, like how all of your managers have been knobheads, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So in English, right? I can remember turning around and speaking to Kurt and Mc... Smoke Alarm. <laughs> <laughs> He's quick witted, our Fitchy. He's quick on these. Kurt, Kurt and Mc Smoke Alarm. Yeah. He, um, it's the muck that I always find on the names that makes them he flow. Was, he, we were talking, and the teacher, Miss Noonan, or whatever her name was, turned around and said, "Oi, Miss Kurt." Miss Noonan, Miss Noonan, wasn't it? Noonan? No. no. I, can remember, I can remember the teacher's names better than I can the kids. I can remember her turning around and saying to him, Curtin, what are you doing? And he literally just turned around and went, I'm wanking, miss. I got internally suspended for one day for that, even though it had nothing to do with me. Why did, but why did, was he wanking on you? No, we were just talking, <laughs> but he, he was a bit gobby. He thought he was hard. He thought he was hard. I was wanking. Yeah, he thought he was hard. And then... Yeah, can you remember the can you remember the boat they used to call Emmerdale? Yeah. Yeah, can you remember him jumping out the window in English class? No, but he once pissed on my bum. <laughs> what? <laughs> no. That's on purpose. The, that's the extreme lie I can remember. I mean, it might be true. Do you know how he got the nickname Emmerdale? Sorry, I've got a beard <laughs> No, up, I don't know. I don't. No, right, so. I don't He was called Emmerdale because apparently... He told a few kids that his next door neighbour used to take him into the shed at the bottom of the garden and play Emmerdale with him naked. And he told, I don't know whether it was a lie made up by everybody else or whether he told people that, but I can remember everybody calling him Emmerdale after I heard that. I thought he just liked Emmerdale Farm. I mean, I mean if that did happen, and you are listening to this bloke they called Emmerdale, I'd call the police if that yeah. really happens. But. <laughs> I should probably I should probably explain the whole pissing yeah, on my bum yeah. thing. Sort of just skipped over. Um, <laughs> um, no, I I saw him out one night. I was drunk. This is sounding worse actually. Um, I just I was walking. I don't know. I was going somewhere for more drink. The pubs have been kicking out, and I was going somewhere. I was a teenager. I was like seventeen, eighteen, whatever. And uh, and I bumped into him, and he was like, "Oh, where are you going?" And we decided we'd go there together. Because we knew each other, so we thought we'd go over there. And he said, "Oh, I needed a piss." So he went to have a piss against the wall, and I sat down on the curb, like <laughs> looking on my phone. And then, <laughs> what we didn't realise was that the wall he was pissing up against that it went downhill. Um, so I was, I was like, "Oh, my bum's a bit." I turned around. There was this trickle from his. Yeah. So he, when I say he pissed on my bum, it wasn't of a sexual nature. So you weren't bent over waiting for it. <laughs> that came later. Oh, treat me like a urinal. <laughs> <laughs> let's play Emmerdale Farm. Do you know what I found really hard the other day? Changing the subject, going, mate, there's something with my brain. I'm darting around. Um, when I was around yours the other day, and you're like, your kids are up, there's me trying to say Do you know how hard it was me to hold my tongue and not call you a bellend and stuff like that in front of your kids? The wife doesn't do that, so. <laughs> I know. I don't know why you feel the, the, last, the last thing I want is your wife walking through. Uncle Darren called um, Daddy a... 
See, I bleeped myself there. The wife would have gone. Fair enough. He is Always a bit rude, Right, oh, so yeah. we need to we need to wrap this up soon. So I need to hear the rest of your job oh, history. Geez, You've already sorry. been going for like a million hours. Where did we get to? Oh, I blocked it out after some German slash Polish slash Spanish woman. Oh, so yeah, no, I went to um, screen repair, didn't I? Win yeah, National. yeah, yeah, yeah. I worked doing screen repair. I did that for about six months. Got fully qualified in their city guilds of windscreen changing, and then left because the bloke that I worked with was a bloody bullshit. Um, he drove me mad, mate. I'll tell you what. He, oh, yeah. Anyway, so I went from there. Um, I walked out of that job, and oh, the reason I walked out is because my cousin does Christmas lights in towns. So. You know, like you go to towns, and they've got the big Christmas lights. Yeah. Um, so like the big towns near you, all the te- like he puts them up. He travels the country and puts them up. Only around Christmas time, presumably. Well, no, they are going pretty. They have two months off in the year, so they put them up from October onwards. Right. Um, <laughs> and then once they're once the Christmas is gone, um, come the middle of January, they go back and take them round, which takes like three months. One place they do takes like a month to put them all up. Um, they do the Bista Village, like the Vicester, Bista, whatever you want to call it, shopping village, which is a bit like Freeport. Um, and it takes a month to put them up. Are they just down. not very good at their job? Uh, I'll tell you what, it's hard work. There's a lot of lights to go up. Um, so, yeah. Like they did... <laughs> yeah. yeah, you wait till Christmas, mate. I've got, I got to put my this weekend. But, yeah, so, um, yeah, they have two months off a year. But he was desperate for someone. And he phoned me up and said, do you want to do it? And I was like, I hate my job. I'm in. So I left my job. And I had to travel the next day to meet him in Bolton. Um, and I did that for, I think, three weeks leading up to Christmas. Um, and then they didn't need no more help over that. So, yeah, I went and did Christmas lights in towns, working overnight. It, that was a hard job because you were working from six till six in the freezing cold outside. If it's pissing rain, you still had to do it. Just hanging lights. Just hanging lights, mate. And I'll tell you what, yeah, you, you don't realise how hard a work it is. That, and then what, that is a weird job. The hardest, the hardest thing, right, is you'd, you'd start work at six. Um, you'd do lights all night, light, light, night long. You'd finish at six. You'd go get breakfast. You'd go back to your hotel room. And then you had to leave your hotel room by 11 o'clock and drive to the next destination, which weren't like five minutes up the road. Their, their map was fucked. So you would be working, say, in Cambridge. And then the next day you'd be in Newcastle. So you'd be, you'd, you'd be running on a few hours sleep every day. That was hard work, mate. Really hard work. Very strange job. What else? Um, I def- so when from- I asked you this question, I didn't think, think we would spend 35 minutes purely on half of your work history. Jesus. So, so from there, I'm trying to think where I went from there. It's like a blur from there, really. I think um, I think I went back to Wicked Wheels for a little bit. Um, I've sort of just been here and there then, really. And then now I am just where I am now, basically. Then I did CCTV for a while. Um, Wait. When you say you did CCTV, what do you mean you did CCTV? Uh, installing it. I, w- I mean, if someone that looks like you came to install CCTV, I'm using a different company. <laughs> Jesus um, Christ. Like you said really, yourself, a... you look like Marv from Home Alone. You ain't trusting him to install your CCTV, are you? I really do. <laughs> oh, yeah. I really do. But yeah, after that, that's pretty much it, really. Um... I then become a dad, and I'm pretty much a stay-at-home dad now. Yeah, and YouTuber, influencer. And a YouTuber. Yes, and my 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 main goal is, um, and I'm not going to lie, I do struggle to work for people. I hate authority. I always have done. Um, I know it's a bit arrogant, um, but 
I will work for myself when the kids are old enough. I am not only using this YouTube channel to build it up and just get my name out there. I am going to buy a van and hopefully to do detailing on my own when the kids well, are old enough. It's what to... you're passionate about, isn't it? It is. And, you know, I've realised that, I mean, with the lockdown and with a lot of things and even to the wife, a job is a job at the end of the day. If you work for someone else, you're, you're a number, you're replaceable. Um, so I don't want that. I don't Feel want good about yourself, guys. Yeah, you are. Do you know what? You are. You're replaceable. If you work yeah. in a mundane job. and Yeah, when you, you. When you worry, when you worry about phoning in sick to your regional manager, um, <laughs> when you worry about phoning in sick and you think, oh, well, they, what are they going to think of me? Fuck them. You're replaceable. You and your family and your life matters. In all honesty, um, I just, I, it's not for everybody. A lot of, some people like working for companies. My wife does. My wife loves her career. Um, she's been in dentistry. Unfortunately, because of COVID and that, she had to leave dentistry for a while, but she's going back to it now. Um, I believe. Anyway, I don't know what she's, she fucking make her mind up one day. Um, one minute she talk about dentistry, next minute she talk about fucking psychology. Um, well, it's yeah, probably I just mean, all that time living with you. She's probably just thinking, there's got to be some explanation to this. Her, 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 <laughs> her job history is just as bad as mine. Um, we ain't got time to go into that. Jeans no, we spent about spent about an hour just talking about your job history. Didn't we? She, Jesus Christ. She's, she's mainly done dentistry. Um, but yeah, I just for, it's not for me working for someone else. You could so start a kids business kids. together with some of your history. You could um, do dentistry for dogs. <laughs> <laughs> Dog detailing and dentistry. That would be triple Mate, that's, that's basically basically, basically that is just grooming. That is, a, that is pretty much grooming what is what you were doing with my daughter the other night. Oh, it was. <laughs> that is so wrong. Your poor little girl. Oh God. Right. Yes. We need to wrap that one up. We need to wrap it up. <laughs> Not saying nothing. <laughs> Every time I say it, you can't resist. But yes. I can see in your eyes you want to make the joke. That's what we should have done before we had kids. You've said it on at least two of the podcasts so far. Right, if you're listening to this, one day I'm going to be detailing, I'm going to be out on my own. If you want your car cleaned, don't call me because I'm not very fucking good. No, <laughs> give us a call. He will come and clean your car. He will. Yes, I will. If you haven't seen me, check out my videos on YouTube, The Hairy Housewife. Yeah, and he's on TikTok, Bebo, MySpace, uh, Darily, Dunkers, you name it. Yeah. Um, yeah and and if you are listening to us then share like whatever subscribe, subscribe whatever it is subscribe leave ratings ask on spotify you can ask us questions or you can contact me on twitter at mortyjl5 ask us a question go and bother fitch on one of his social platforms and ask him a question yeah, go find me. and uh and we will talk to you soon bye guys bye for now